0: All right, we are 10 days away from the 2023 NFL draft. I woke up this morning to more mocks, to more mock drafts than I have seen all year long. The frenzy is real, the draft fever is real. Thank you for hanging out with us on another episode of the Character Concerns Podcast. I'm Nick Schwartz, Jay Binkley, Chris Unocero. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening right now. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And thank you for listening on Thursday nights. We are broadcasting Character Concerns the Show on 610 Sports Radio from 6 to 9 p.m. Jay, who is this week's guest going to be? This
1: week's guest is Chiefs Reporter, works for the Kansas City Chiefs, Mac McMullen. He and uh he and Mitch do a great job breaking down the draft prospects, and he's really involved. In the hole, he put out puts out all the videos and stuff for the Chiefs. So Matt McMullen will be the guest this week. We've had Chad Ryder on a couple weeks ago. We had Thor on this past week uh, talking mock, but we'll get somebody from the Chiefs in his thoughts.
2: Yeah, Thor. Thor just roasted Jalen Hyatt when we had Thor him was on. not a fan he of him. He
1: roasted Jalen Hyatt. We had him on last. He last was last kind of, of taking day. a shot at me and you. All three of us, actually. What do you mean? We've all had Jalen Hyatt somewhere. I don't somewhere. Think, Me with the draft cursors. On, I don't you picked no, him. No. You he, picked him as well, Chris. I'm pointing the to Nick. Wait, 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 wait. He picked him for the Bills. He I'm didn't just pick saying. Him for he crushed team. on us. He danced on Nick. Picked,
2: who'd you pick? Was it, was it Felix Anudike? Uh, no,
1: Zoma? I picked Jalen
0: Hyatt as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Thor's yeah. so,
1: Four, okay. not a big guy. So a big,
2: uh, I guess we've all... That's actually...
0: You know, that's a great transition because Jalen Hyatt is a polarizing prospect in this wide receiver class... Is I don't even know if it's polarizing as much as it is just disrespected. And I'm not even saying that the disrespect is unwarranted. I think this is a weaker wide receiver class than we've seen probably in four or five years. Probably since what year was Calvin Ridley year, maybe? 2018, it was like DJ Moore and Calvin Ridley both went in the 20s. And I think that was it we're for fourth wide to receivers. Fifth rounders
1: will be the stars.
0: Right. So I I want to enter this mock draft, which, by the way, we're doing a mock draft today.
1: 2.5. This is what I
0: wanted to no, discuss. This is 3. I think it's no, three point 0. five. This is 3. What do you think
1: you guys are going by 0.5? No, po- no, 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 no. No, we did no, one Chiefs. 1.0 no, 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 no. <laughs> was the Chiefs. 1.5 was full NFL. <laughs> 2.0 was last week when we did the Chiefs. We're on 2.5, but no. this is the but Are we doing just the Chiefs? This is just the Chiefs. Then we has to be three. It has 0. to be three you know point three. 5. Three point five sounds better than two point five, doesn't it? It's only yeah. two point five. Just make if we do the think three point five. It's, I mean, o- it's 3. only three point two five.
2: It's only two point five if we do the f- full first round. I Why don't agree. we do three point two five.
1: I agree. Let's bump this bad boy no, up. No, no, we're
0: not
2: doing that much math.
1: That's that's
0: too complicated. I think we here. can do a point fiver. But it's got to be when we
1: do a first round mock again. Oh, we, Maybe right. we we'll do that we've,
0: next week. Maybe we we'll do that. We've got to do it. We've got a lot of hours of content next week. And the
1: reason is because Thursday night when we're broadcasting the the uh, draft, we need to be able to look our, on our sheet, yeah. which ones we got right, which ones we got it wrong. If we want to enter this greatest mocker competition, if we want to be like the fifth ranked mockers, I do. Our, are, are we sixth. entering it? No, it's very. I don't know. We should because it's very important. But we need to mock how we think things are going to go up thursday i agree so i agree. That we can follow along with the show. i
0: think you're i think it's a good point we need to do it just for posterity just so we have something just to look back on peacock a
1: little bit you know if it works out yeah, if so, it doesn't forget about it
0: so we're going to be broadcasting by the way draft week we're going to be broadcasting live on 610 sports radio during round 1 then we are going to be at cinder block brewery for rounds <laughs> 2 and 3 on saturday on friday and then we'll be broadcasting again during day three of the draft on Saturday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, character concerns going to be live on 610 Sports Radio. And
1: we'll have all hands on deck Thursday. We'll be checking in with yep. the Dustman, man yep. on the red carpet and checking in with Cody Cutting Gold. So please tune in, subscribe wherever Anything you're listening. Bob.
0: And uh, it's time for another mock, guys. And I think this is, because this is our fourth one... It's back to where we started, which means I, once again, have the first overall pick. Now, the first mock draft we did over a month ago, I had the first pick, and I went Jalen Hyatt at pick 31. Because it was your birthday. It was my birthday. That's right. March 20th. So you allowed me to have the first overall pick. And
1: you went with a great pick.
0: Are we still sticking with no trades
2: I think we should stick with no trades.
0: Are you saying we should stick with it in perpetuity or will eventually we do one where we can allow trades? It just gets a little dicey. It gets a little dicey because I think what's going to happen is then we're all going to be looking to trade every pick.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm saying it. And, and the so trade like, value in this thing sometimes is all I, I over think, the place.
2: I think when we do are 3.5 yeah (laughs) we should allow trades okay just don't get like let's not go out here and and pretend like gets mad in and we we have to stick to the ritual trade uh to
1: to ritual trade chart thank you for giving him the proper absolutely have to stick to that and
2: we got to make sure it makes sense and then that's what we'll do we're not going to just invent trades
0: that's fine that's fine with me um well, then let's just go ahead and get into it because I'm actually excited for this one because I think this this mock draft is going to go a little differently than the ones we've done in the past. And just for record's sake, we've done two seven-round mocks. Jalen Hyatt went first overall in the first one, and then last week, remind
1: me, who we, who did we go? It was Jalen Hyatt again. It was Jalen Hyatt again. The only time he did not go when he was not available, we did all 31. In Mach 1.5, it was Anton was, Harrison. It was, it was, I was about to say, Oklahoma. I couldn't
0: remember if it was Darnell Wright or Anton Harrison. Okay, so let's go ahead. We're using the PFF mock Draft Simulator. And let's go ahead and get this thing started and see who is available to us here at Pick 31. Because I have something on my mind, but I'm going to let the board speak to me. Okay, so just briefly right before the Chiefs' selection, uh, Bajan Robinson went 27. Will McDonald the fourth, went 28th. At Atamiwa at Abare went 29th, and Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame who went
1: 25 goes to the Giants 30. because that's been the talk that they're going to grab a receiver there.
0: Uh, that would be Brian Branch, safety out of Alabama. Oh, so they didn't. Okay, so I mean immediately, this one's immediately cake. this Im- one's cake. Man. Immediately, I have I have an issue internally, not a I bad know, issue. It's a good I, problem. It's a good problem. To have. It's a good problem. So, if you guys have listened to this podcast, if you've uh, followed me on Twitter, if you've basically consumed anything that I've ever said about this NFL draft, you will know that number one, not, not up there, not amongst the top, the number one player on my list of draft crushes this year is the tight end out of Utah, Dalton Kincaid. And well, I'm that's sitting. not true
1: because it was uh, Washington there for a little while. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was initially Darnell. Washington. It was, it was initially you were all was. about it. So that was that was your first love
1: here. That was your first love.
0: You man. know, but Darnell Washington was like when you go to the when you go to the bar, and you see that just like smoking gorgeous tent at but the end of the happened? bar, everybody's and everybody's looking to, at her. I, you, what you, happened? You get a little bit got, closer, and yeah, you're like, yeah,
1: nose then, is kind of big.
0: And then the, at two o'clock hits, the club lights turn on, and you go, okay.
1: Oof. I'm curious. Can you go to wide receiver? I just want to see who the top receivers. Dalton Kincaid is there, and I don't know how... It's your pick. I know where you're going, but I was just curious. So receivers available. Jalen Hyatt's still there. Josh Downs there.
0: Yeah, Jalen Hyatt, Josh Downs, Rasheed Rice. I mean, it's kind of weak. So here's the thing. I'm going to take a little bit of time here before I make this pick. The reason why I thought that this draft was going to be a little bit different is because over the past week or so, I have convinced myself more and more that edge rusher is the position for the Chiefs to take in round one. And it's not as much about me being in love with the players at the edge spot, but I do think it's significantly deeper in terms of first and second round prospects than wide receiver is. And if you're telling me I'm going to have to reach for a receiver versus taking an edge rushing prospect that I'm more sold on, why wouldn't I just take the better player at a position that's still a position of need. But I'm looking here at the edge rusher spots, and I'm seeing Felix and Udike Uzama, who I'm very high on. I think that would be a, a solid choice at pick 31. He's a very popular mock. The other players that are sitting here... um Derek Hall. I mean, we we took him in the second round in last week's
1: draft. Foskey's a good choice, but I think more second round with Foskey. Yeah, uh, Keon yeah, White out
0: of Georgia third. Tech is 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 a popular player that's often to of the
1: Chiefs. The, you know what? He's really not played edge very often. He finally got a full year under his belt this last year, but he transferred. That's one of the big concerns. And he had, he didn't run the combine. He ran at his pro day and he had the hamstring issue. So, but the, Keon White's interesting because. A lot of people kind of like him, but there's a ton of people that don't because of the inexperience. 65285. But they said he still got a ton of potential
0: because he was a two-star recruit out of high school, went to Old Dominion to play tight end, right? Switched. You, know, right you, know, you know about those Old got Dominion. Man. Him right out of there, man. <laughs> what is with the Old Dominion vibes? Old Dominion. They're a factory.
1: We're going to we're going to have Old Dominion They're an on an absolute
0: this team. grind show of a
1: program. Well, here's here's my question to you. And I know we're not doing trades in here, but if you if we did and you go edge one Are you trading down in the second round, possibly to get a pass catcher? If that's the direction, if we allowed trades, would you do that? I don't think
0: you need to. I don't think you need to, because if if I took an edge rusher at pick 31, I would feel really confident that at pick 63, one of Cedric Tillman, Jonathan Mingo, Marvin Mims, Rasheed Rice would be available to me. And I'm cool with that because I don't think there's as big of a drop-off between whoever you think are the top five wide receivers and those guys as there is once I get past maybe no, the first would two year, I think four through
1: eight might have more production than one through four. Here's my question. other questions to question for the Chiefs. Are you concerned about it? Because I always hear the pushback on wide receivers. Those are the ones who don't want to get wide receivers. Like, oh, Mahomes could take anybody and make him a great receiver. So my counterbalance is, well, the Chiefs' pass rush was actually pretty good. They had 55 sacks, Was elevated it for 24 sacks more last yeah. year than the year before. They found a way to get to the quarterback, using linebackers, using the safety blitz, the nickel blitz, with the JST. They Give found Spags a, way to a ton of credit for that. Spaggs deserves a ton of credit for it because you know he basically did to the defense what Mahomes was doing with the offense. Now, both these situations, the edge rush and receivers, still were able to be viable without big-time stars. So I'm curious— do you fall in the same way or do you like man, offensive line is kind of what they need here because they've been able to get by with edge rushers and wide receivers. I'm just curious where you, where you come out on that.
0: I mean, if you're if – because you're, we're operating in a scenario where the Chiefs aren't trading, right? Yep. Give me the best player then. If I know I'm picking at 31, give me the best player. I'm not going to reach on a tackle just because I think it's more of a, of a pressing need. So is Felix better than Dalton Kincaid? That's my question that I was going to ask you guys. Is there an argument – it, it, what is the argument for taking Felix over Dalton Kincaid?
2: You would you're taking him because you feel like you need to have a edge rusher, and you don't need a tight end right now, but you will probably need one soon. So basically, it's like addressing what you feel like is a bigger need for 2022. Mm-hmm. I mean, 2023. As opposed to addressing a need for the next like five plus years or whatever, so like that's I think that's the the reasoning that you would have for taking an edge rusher here. My thing is this: Dalton Kincaid is probably not a guy that we can. Exp- if he's there at thirty-one, he fell. Which, by the way, that's it's surprising that he's there.
1: Yeah, so it's very surprising. he's well, there. Well, more and more people keep talking Pop- about the run on tight ends actually in right. the second round rather than that's the what first.
2: I'm saying. So yeah. If you're looking at this situation here and Kincaid is available there at 31, you're getting a guy that, in terms of value, is probably slotted. You know, this is probably similar to the Chiefs getting Trent McDuffie. Actually, and, <laughs> and you, <laughs> you just turned said, my mic off. So, Bink, by oh, the yours? way, <laughs>
0: we're in a radio studio. Bink tried to use the he cough tried to button cough and he turned me off. It a chew issue. Sorry. And he turned Chris's mic on and coughed right into the mic while Chris is getting like, cut off. I'm like, what happened
2: here?
1: <laughs> that was a chew accident. and I had All to right. think fast. Chris continues. Yeah, but
2: I just feel like. Don Don Kincaid's value is much higher than 31. So if he's available at 31, it's similar to me like Karloftis and like Trent McDuffie from last year, where they fell from where you thought they were going to be picked way higher than what they were.
0: And and here's my thing with tight ends in general. First off, we've addressed this enough, but I'm just going to mention it for anybody out there who's saying, why would you take a tight end? You still have Travis Kelsey. You still have already have four tight ends on the roster. Andy Reid is like a master chef. You give him ingredients. Doesn't matter what you give him. He is going to prepare a delicious meal. He doesn't care if it says T-E in front of your name instead of wide receiver. You're a pass catcher. You're a weapon. He's going to find a way to utilize you. With tight ends compared to wide receivers, though, like you mentioned, there's a more pressing need immediately for pass rushers than there are tight ends, which is absolutely right. Tight ends also take a while to develop. Rarely do we get the Kyle Pitts of the world who hit the ground running. I feel pass rushers the same to, way.
1: I, I agree. Carlotta started coming on towards the end, right? but immediately yeah. not there. So you're looking at two positions. You say, can they immediately help us? That's, can they but immediately so, help us?
0: But here's what I go back to with tight ends. We know the Chiefs are going to need to add weapons offensively. We've talked ad nauseum about this wide receiver class. And now none of us are all that impressed. Nobody is. Nobody, you won't find anybody who's just screaming about this wide receiver class and how much talent there is. Even if you think it's deeper in the middle rounds, if you could just tell me, I'm taking a chance on a guy at 31 who I thought was going to get taken at 15 who might end up being the best pass catcher in this entire draft class. That, to me, is the risk worth taking if I'm Brett Veach, if I'm Andy Reid. And
1: the Chiefs always draft a lot of times the first round for a year ahead. They look forward toward the next year.
0: And I would say the same thing if any of those premier edge rushers fell. If you told me that Miles Murphy or Lucas Van Ness fell to me at the end of round one, I'd be taking those guys over Dalton Kincaid. But those guys didn't. And Felix and UDK Uzama, I like him as a prospect, but he's maybe the top of that next tier of guys. He's not in the same class as a Miles Murphy, as a Lucas Murphy. I, I feel like you're
1: getting a second-rounder at pick 31 anyway. Well, You really are. You're, you're just getting I, ahead of the curve. You're getting ahead of everybody because everybody resets things on the second round. It's kind of fun. That's what second and third round are so fun because the board kind of resets. All right? Who's the best available? Right, Who's picking I, where? And it becomes the first round again, essentially.
2: I think in our situation, though... Kincaid is a true first rounder. Yes, I think Felix is the guy where you start saying second round guy. Right, right. I think that's where you're like, okay, if he he's very likely going in the second round. Dalton's a guy that's oh, like first round. Oh, you did
1: it! I did it, guys. I was so thinking you're going edge in this situation. So I was going. I came that's in the here. That's what Tea Leaf said. Well,
0: I came in here today saying I'm going edge in the first round. And then Dalton Kincaid showed up after I pressed you start edge of the offensive line.
1: Dude, I was so ready. I prepared this whole mock draft yeah. to go edge. That's how the board falls <laughs> to you sometimes. It is, you got to be flexible. And here's, the, you got to be totally flexible with the board. And you go tight end in the situation. I like it because the Chiefs were on a 12 and 13 personnel. 12 personnel with the two tight ends. 13 personnel with the three tight to ends. To that point. To that, that go point, three, They like that extra tight end.
0: Second most two tight end sets in the NFL last year. Most three tight end sets in the NFL, And the you last know what? Year. They're
1: going to use it a lot more this year because you've, you've given an experienced right tackle.
2: And the thing that works for them is the fact that they figured out how to use Travis Kelsey as a wide receiver, lining him up as a wide receiver, Which, motioning most him as a wide receiver. wide receiver. And so you think naturally. You can put this guy in, and he's got the ability to go out there and play on the outside just like Kelsey does, and you can utilize that to your advantage.
0: By the way, yeah, if you haven't watched Dalton Kincaid at Utah, that's who he is. He's just a wide receiver. You move him around, he's he's great with the ball in his hands after the catch. He is tall, long, rangy athlete, like... He is everything the Chiefs want athletic in their tight end. Athletic profile
1: of what you want exactly, right? like you, right. like athletic you, profile to do everything that Andy Reid would ask mm-hmm. a tight end to do.
2: Yeah, like big. You talk all the time. But you like those big wide receivers like that. Like that's like the way that you like those big wide receivers. That's what the Chiefs like to do with their tight ends. Total red zone threat. And so Kincaid fits into that.
0: And I'm not saying that every wide receiver that you have needs to be like a prototypical X, right? But all the wide receivers that you're drafting Dalton Kincaid over are 5'8", 175 pounds. It, Go get a big tight in then
1: he gives you the size behind that don't forget you know kelsey we, we've taken it for granted how healthy he's been yeah and he he shows up every game now remember that cincinnati game this last year it, it was iffy if he was gonna play or not back yeah. spasms that's yeah. why having a guy like you know and the older you get things more happen on the football field you want that other guy to come in because i don't think you're trusting blake bill to be that guy i don't think you're trusting jody Fortson to be that guy noah gray has been serviceable he's been good yeah, but he's not Dalton Kincaid. Would you guys have went Kincaid as well? Yes, in that situation, absolutely. Okay, 100%. so
0: we are in we are in unison here. Okay, yeah, I was making sure I didn't rock the boat.
2: That's a situation where like you're getting someone
0: way below
2: what their value actually is. Okay, so you're getting so, a steal.
0: Okay, so uh, Chris, you had the first pick last week, so I believe Bink, you Bink are gonna be second up at, stick, at yeah. second pick. So what are you thinking here? What position are you targeting?
1: At this point, I'm thinking best tight end. Well, I'm not gonna go tight end anymore because you went tight end. I'm not saying, saying. I just got oh, the best tight end. Like, what are you gonna, you gonna do? I load up. I load up. I load up.
0: He's <laughs> like <laughs> Tucker <laughs> Craft, second round. I I'm not going. <laughs> I would have thrown a flag if you would have. <laughs> I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do
1: tight end because <laughs> we, you picked we, one we, up him. We'd have had to vote you
0: up. That's where I was looking
1: in the second round when you were talking about edge. I was looking at tight end, wide receiver.
0: My world got rocked. Your world's getting rocked. So now you gotta be
1: flexible as well. Let's go wide receiver. What do we got here? We got Dell and Rasheed Rice still on the board. I like him. I like uh, Cedric Tillman as well. And again, this is basically getting to the third round. Is Marvin Mims is still there? What about Mingo? I don't see Marvin Mims. Um, I don't see Mims him. is right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was looking for the Oklahoma uh, logo. Uh, okay. now what about uh what about um Mingo is way down there. You know there. what? I'm going Mingo cuz they, they have him Underdrafted here. Some people. Okay. I've even seen him mocked in the first round on a few rare mocks, but a lot of second rounds so have I'm not, been there I'm early not. third round. So I'm taking. So I'm not. Mingo. Okay. I'm not throwing a flag,
0: but I am going to give you a sideline warning. Okay. I'm, not, I'm coming over and saying like, "Hey, watch it," or we're going to flag you next time. I think you can wait on Mingo. I think Mingo's going to be there in the third round. See, you th- think that and maybe, and, maybe he is, and but I, I don't think he will be. I ju- we just got ourselves a pass catcher. In, the, in round one. Are you not at all interested to see who what tackles are available? I came into draft to load up on pass catchers. Are I you really not... like
1: Mingo. Mingo, what profile, out of the last, what, 3,000 wide receivers, he finished 44th or 300 wide receivers and 44th in his athletic profile. He's big. He's two inches taller than A.J. Brown. He's faster than A.J. Brown. I think getting Mingo in this situation is a steal. I don't think he'd be available. Now, the, this this mock, how we have it, he's down there so low. He's uh, so ch- low, Bink. They got him lower so than low.
2: so, so I I do not think Mingo's going to be there at 63. Man. I don't think he will be either. I don't think he's going to be there at 63. He's regularly being mocked right now somewhere in the mid second, sometimes even high second. I'm not sure about high second, but I think for sure mid-second. So if the Chiefs wanted to get him, they'd probably have to trade up. Marvin Mims, on the other hand, I do think would be available at 63 if they wanted What do you think about the theory of going back-to-back pass catchers? I I don't have an issue with it. I agree with Bink that we should, the Chiefs absolutely should load up on guys.
1: I would take Mims over Mingo, though. Here you go. He scored his his, uh, physical athletic chart, came out. At a 9.86 out of 10, this ranked 44th out of 3,011 wide receivers from 87 to 2023.
0: Okay, so this is what what you kind of get into when you get to some of these later round wide receiver prospects, whether it is Trey Palmer, Jonathan Mingo, um, Xavier Hutchison out of Iowa State. I feel like because the top of this wide receiver class is a bunch of little slot receivers that... We are kind of gravitating towards these bigger, stronger, athletic types, despite the fact that, you know, I've got a lot of tape that would suggest that Trey Palmer and Jonathan Mingo and some of these dudes are just like okay football players. They just happen to be way more athletic than the dudes who are getting drafted higher than them.
1: Well, Peter Schrager, Good Morning Football Live. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this quote. This is from Jim Nagy. He's he's the director of the Senior Bowl. This guy knows talent. He says one hot name emerging right now. Is Jonathan Mingo wide receiver coaches have Mingo graded higher than many being mocked in round one? Two hundred and twenty pound men aren't supposed to move like that. Again, I think this could be a, a deal like a DK Metcalf and AJ Brown that go in the second round. You're like, whoa, what the hell is he going to late? I like Mingo a ton. That's quickly becoming my draft crush. I don't think he'd be there um, at sixty three, and if he is there, that's where I'm going. I, I don't. I know you guys probably aren't going that direction with going two pass catchers right away like this. I already said I'm cool. With know, the, with I'm, the pass, I'm, I'm trying to talk you out of. I wanted you to go edge. Well, give me the best edge then.
0: No, no, no. It's fine. I want you to go with. But your I'm leaning go- towards mingo But I mingo. also want you to do what I. You know, th- this is my problem. I I want to control the whole thing. I can go do my own mock if I want to do that. This is a group exercise. We're going two
1: pass catchers. Boom, boom. Mahomes, here's your weapons.
0: That's true. You know, and that, and that's the plus side that I can get on board with. Is he, is, he's
1: your he's your most valuable asset, Patrick Mahomes. You really haven't spent much the, of your draft. Yeah, fifteen, you, of the last twenty, top four picks. For the Chiefs, have been defense 6'2", two,
0: Um, he's probably the most physically impressive receiver in this class. Not named, not na- I always say this. He's physically impressive in in like the same way that Quentin Johnston is, but he uses his physical abilities more than Qu- like. That's why I believe Quentin Johnston is falling in in a lot of mock drafts right now, is because you see this big physical guy who would profile as an eventual X receiver in the NFL problem is you go back and watch the way he played at TCU he didn't use his physicality a lot of his production came after the catch and he was in an offense that was a little bit more friendly than the one that Jonathan Mingo was in and if you profile him I know he's not quite built the same way but like DK Metcalf similar situation where you go back and look at DK Metcalf's college production wasn't there like, A.J. Brown was the one getting all the yards and, and catches, and then all of a sudden got to a right system to found a way to get him involved and look at him.
1: In late, Zerline, NFL.com had comped him to Juju. Bolden for Jonathan Mingo. I really like Mingo. I'm shocked he's still here. Um, I think this is what you call a borderline sleeper. When guys, they're in the know, uh, like a Jim Nagy that sees him, evaluates him, senior bowl, talks about Mingo, some people have seen mocks come out having him in the first round, early second round now. And, of course, a lot of mocks would have him in the third round. Uh, you know, whatever. I think the, is the idea is order. that
0: eventually he becomes like a number 2. Like, I don't think you're drafting Jonathan Mingo with the intention that he's going to be your and, number one and receiver. And that's someday. the one holdup
2: I have about Mingo is
1: I don't think he's going to be a number one. But the Chiefs one. don't have that physicality at wide receiver yeah, without Sammy and Juju. I they do not have that.
2: I don't think they care that much about that as opposed to
1: finding a guy with number one potential. I will entertain <laughs> Edge. We see just Edge. Uh, just, just for too posterity. late. I already locked
0: in Mingo. So we're in third Are we round good now? with Mingo? Yeah, I mean, Derek Hall would have been the best Edge okay. rusher Oh, Derek Hall is still here. But we took him yeah. last week, so you know what? Let's switch it up. So now we are two rounds in. We have taken two pass catchers. Dalton Kincaid of the Utah. Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver. You're out of strengthening your
1: strongest point, which is your offense. I
0: agree. I agree. And I think Jonathan Mingo, if the Chiefs went that direction, would be a very popular pick. People would immediately get excited about them him because oh, you go and you turn on his tape the first time. You're going to say, he looks different than the rest of the receivers yeah. in this class.
1: Six-two, two-twenty yep. runs a four-four-six.
0: Yep, absolutely. Okay. Um. So now, Chris, we are back to you, or I guess we are to you for the first time. What are you looking here? Okay, so let's
2: uh, start out at uh, defensive line, edge rusher, defensive interior. Okay. Okay, so edge rusher's kind of gotten picked apart.
0: Yes, here. there's your boy, the Lamy Yeah,
2: I, I think it's a little too high to take him in the third. Um. So Just go with your
1: gut, man. Don't go with the board. Go with the gut. You're the one who says to listen. To no, because like no, I, I mean the post can, football focuses where the are ranking. Right,
2: out. but we can get him later. I don't. I don't feel like we need to take him now. And plus, like to me, he's a supplemental piece that you add. He's sure. not a guy that you're adding in with, with. Like, okay, we're gonna develop him into a into an every down starter. I don't think is an every down starter. No. Um, okay. Um, so the guy I'm kind of thinking, uh, Kobe Turner. Who's a uh, defensive tackle there, Wake Forest? Um, I I I l- I would like for the Chiefs to add some a little bit more. He should be should be up. Uh, he
0: there. is. I was just scrolling okay. down to look at the rest of the.
2: Yeah, like as far as far as defensive line goes, kind of been picked apart here. So. I'm kind of thinking the Chiefs need to add something, to just some more depth to their defensive line. Get a guy who I think could be a a good interior pass rusher for them. I would have liked to have gone, if we were going to go edge rusher, I would have liked to have gone that in the second round here. Derek Hall was there at 63. Would have been a nice value there. Unfortunately... Um, once we start getting to the third round, we're going to start getting some ancillary guys. So I, I'm going to go with Kobe Turner here. I think Kobe Turner has what the chiefs could really use there. He's got some size 6'3, 290. Um, and, and the thing that I, I think the chiefs really need is they should probably invest in getting a guy that they could probably trust to be more of a pass rusher in that three technique on the interior, as opposed to getting guys who are going to be, who are who are going to be like run stopping guys, like for instance, Derek Nottie, who they brought back. Yeah. Derek Nottie's not much of a pass rusher. So I feel like they need to just add some depth rotationally on the inside. Because Edge Rusher really isn't isn't, isn't looking too good here in the third round. I'm going to go with Kobe Turner. Okay. Kobe Turner. And keep in mind always
1: surprised. James Houston was a sixth round pick. Right. right. I mean, if, so and, many teams. It was he was because he was six one and people were like six eh, and, and one. Like
2: and here's the thing: it's, like, it's not like there's a high bar for being a pass rusher on the interior
1: yeah if
2: you're a four or five sack guy as a, like a three tech that's pretty good you'll take that like any team would take that from a, a, a three tech so to me i feel like that's that's where the value is there
0: yeah i mean guy i think he kind of like kind of like a lot of the the pass rushers in this class i feel like there's a bunch of 24 year old dudes there's a bunch yeah. of guys like right in their fifth year. He's
2: he's not a long term gonna pay him second contract type of guy. And that's fine. He's uh you you get him for four years, he gets you some value. Maybe you maybe he becomes the next Derek Naughty, where it's you you get him for four years, and then after that you bring him back on one year deals. Like this is Derek's second one year deal that he's on with the Chiefs. So like that works out well, and then maybe he comes there and he's he's a cheaper version, so you don't have to keep paying at that at that three tech with Naughty.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the goal for... It. When you start getting into day three picks, it's great to project upside and say, okay, this guy's got all these physical tools, he's a freak. But if you're still around on day four, oftentimes there are reasons for that. Now, occasionally you can get lucky and get, you know, the Isaiah Pacheco, the Jalen Watsons, the Trey Smiths, but for the most part you're saying, okay, we're we're go- if you can make a roster, if you're on this team in two years, then that's a successful day three pick and especially when you look about the defensive line knowing that like hey how many how many every down starters do the Chiefs have on defensive line last year one right everybody else was a part of a rotation
2: Carl, yeah, Carl Loftus was initially it, the, yeah but towards the end they started to cut down on his snaps doing more of a rotation
0: yeah okay so um, now we're back to me here round four pick who, who was one, the pick uh, Kobe Turner you want Turner
1: officially yeah
0: so I really want to go edge here. I don't love my options, and but I'll tell you what: this is a popular pick that I have seen in a lot. Of, anytime somebody like shares a mock draft with I, me, I think I
2: know who you're taking
0: Isaiah McGuire. Yeah, out of Missouri.
2: Yeah, I thought I thought that thou and and I think this is a good spot to take him. I've seen McGuire. Some people try to put McGuire third round to the Chiefs. Seen that too. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I do not like taking a rotational edge rusher in the third. If you're taking a guy in the third, is because you think he's like an athletic freak and you think you can develop him. Once you get to the third day, I think you're taking guys that are like, okay, if we can get some good snaps from him as a rotational player, that's going to work great for us. And if it turns into something better, great. But I, I don't think you should be putting your hopes in okay, we're going to bring this guy in and we're going to hope that he becomes an every-down yeah. edge rusher.
0: Well, tell me if this guy fits the Steve Spagnolo mold. He is four, about 270, long arms, 33 inches, or 33 and 7 eighths for anybody who pays attention to, yeah. a, to long arms. Mm-hmm. He's got really long arms. He's got good explosion, good speed, ran a 476 at that weight. What was his bench reps? Uh, his Bench reps. I don't know if he benched. He didn't know. He didn't do he the shuttle. So yeah. No okay. shuttle. No bench.
2: No shuttle. No bench. Okay. So I
0: mean, you talking about a from a three-year starter from age? a size
2: standpoint, he fits what what they like. What age are we looking at?
1: Uh, he's twenty-one. He'll be twenty-one. 20, He'll okay. be twenty-two. Which in the summer. is great because the mold is like you said. These older guys. Why is that? The pandemic gave him that extra year, right. and a lot of guys didn't want to test the waters with the NFL Combine. Take yeah. yeah. that nil money. Stay in school today. We're seeing more and more of that. Guys taking advantage of that, but obviously not here.
0: Uh my one of my favorite draft tools uh is Dane Brugler's beast. Oh yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah, yeah he pre- put that out last week. It's really it's good. Very yeah. thorough, and I'm looking at it right now. Um his like final summary line on Isaiah Maguire is this. Overall, he needs to he needs further polishing to truly maximize his skill set, but he's a long agile and powerful enough to effectively leverage blockers and disrupt both the run and the pass. He's a scheme-diverse prospect and projects as a future NFL starter. Uh, getting that in round four sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, All right, yeah. and so there we go. So, that, so this is that maybe how you combat if you don't go edge or you don't go defensive line early. You just load up on it on these middle rounds when you no longer have to really worry about pass catchers because we took tight end and wide receiver in each of the first two rounds. So Isaiah McGuire, edge rusher out of Missouri. He has been a very, very popular pick for mock drafts that I've seen that people have sent to us on Twitter. So uh, we'll keep the trend alive. And just uh, 12 picks later, Bink, you are back on the clock, sir. I'm going offensive line. I want to go
1: offensive line here. Not saying I will, but this is an area that I think we should hit in, in those mid-rounds. And if Nick's there, it's a very... Wow, we had to talk you into him last time, I know, time. we right. did. We did, but the more and more you look at him <laughs> and what he does, another guy they call a senior bowl standout. Right. Another guy that people are going... They're talking third round with Nick, you know. And most players, Chad Ryder, a guy had him coming in the top four, I think, Mm -hmm. at that point. But he's the guy that's listed at tackle, probably going to play guard. He can also do some center snaps. Not that you need it, but if you needed a pinch, remember Nick Allegretti's coming back on a one-year contract. Nick's a guy that's going to be here for years. We went with him last week. I like staying consistent with some of the picks. I'm shocked he's here in this situation. I'm surprised you're taking him. Because you were like, I don't know about
2: two Old Dominion yeah, guys. Because then he, then he went, yeah, because then he went and but started. But we only the- went <laughs> one Old Dominion guy. Yeah, but it was not just the fact that it was two. It was also the fact that I you value were like, Jim Nagy you says. Were like I, oh, do. I don't
0: know about this guy. But yeah,
2: yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I do think this is a good pick.
0: So do you guys think that you're drafting him to be just like a rotational piece? Are you drafting I him to compete would, for right
2: tackle? I would have him start out competing for right tackle. If he doesn't make it, he doesn't make it. But... If you look at his size, he's got the size that the Chiefs like for offensive tackle. Six
0: six, three twenty.
2: Yeah. Or move to the inside's
1: what a lot of people Ex- think. Too, exactly.
2: Like if he doesn't if it doesn't work out, you've got depth. I mean, we know Tooney's not going to be here forever, so you could put him and and if it doesn't work out with Kennard, put them in competition for that that uh that left guard spot. But I would absolutely start out by trying to see if he can play right tackle.
1: And like we said last week, Fitz Andy Reed's mold. Line they could play all over the line. Literally, he can play like all over the line. Yeah, and
2: he's got the size, the length they like. So to me, he's a he's a great fit for them.
0: Okay, so now just to a uh, quick recap, we have went tight end, wide receiver, defensive interior edge rusher, offensive tackle. So we have went through five picks. We have made five different positions our selection. But now we are in two round five because the Chiefs have that, uh, that second fourth round pick. So now we are back to you, Chris. Round five. Most of the pressing needs have been addressed. So what are you thinking here?
2: Okay, so first I want to check out running back. I want to get a look
0: at that. It seems to be kind of like the good time to maybe start yeah. checking in on Third running Third day
2: backs. is always the time to check out running back for sure. So one of the guys, when we, when we did this mock draft first, first time, 1.0, guy that you took. Mm. in the uh, at the very end Mm -hmm. uh, ended up being uh, you know ended up being a a very sneaky good pick we had Thor Nystrom on last week when we did the Thursday show and he said his day three steal was Evan Hull out of uh, out of Northwestern good pass catching running back yeah he he said that that guy was a steal at that position um, what is it? What does it say his, uh, his value is as far as like, well, ADP?
0: PFF has him ranked right. 198th. His average draft position is at 202. Okay. And so, we are at a reminder. We are at pick 166 for the okay. Chiefs. So. Hmm. See, this He's, is, this is kind of the, this is kind of the part of the draft where I don't pay as much attention right, to like the right. draft rankings.
2: Okay, so we I'm just, are... I,
1: I'm a little bit surprised you still are, just like Nick Seller. Me too. Who's gone on 15 top 30 visits, by the way, Nick has. Me too. I'm a little bit surprised here. Um, but pass catcher galore. He had 55 catches last year. Yeah. Though. And just for anybody wondering... And we took him last time, too, When right? we, t- when we when No, when we, we didn't. Was that the first time? The
0: first mock draft. When we, we, when when we talk good. about top 30 visits, for anybody who's wondering, that is not in any way, shape, or form guarantee that you're going to be a first-round pick all. or that you're even a first-round prospect general rule of thumb, if you're a, like a, a, a top 100 player, you're going to get some top 30 visits.
1: Well, they, they had the question about you. The team had a question yeah. about you. They bring you in. It's kind of a smokescreen as well, but the Chiefs have used a lot for late-round picks. Hey, Let's get to know this guy better. Yep. Even yep. though Quentin Johnson did visit the Chiefs wide receiver. He did. I don't think they drafted him. Are
0: you still interested in running backs based uh, off what we're looking at here, Chris? I, I'm going to go
2: with Evan Hall. I'm gonna go with Evan Hole here. Wow, I, he's a riser. I, to me, I just I like the ability to catch passes. I think he's got the athleticism they like. I think he's got the skill set they like. And so I I'll t- I'll say this. If this were a later pick, I would go Hunter Lukey here, but I'll take Evan Hole here. I really hope he's on the board later. <laughs> I
0: take him in a six. You should have a six round pick, right? And so no fullbacks on the roster. Him
2: take him in a six.
0: Okay, so I could go a lot of different ways here. Back to me now. We are at the beginning of round six. Is this a comp pick? Uh, pick this 178? Is, this is their...
2: I think this is their actual pick. The other one, I think, might well, be a it's, comp pick.
0: because it's the first pick of round six. Oh, is it? Six. Yeah,
2: actually, it might be a comp pick then.
0: Uh, no, no. It's, yeah, it's with Chicago. It says it oh, yeah. right here. Okay, yeah, okay, so this is the um, the Ryan Poles. Thank you, yes. Chicago, for Thank you. hiring Ryan Poles. And let's see who Ryan Poles is going to bring us. I'm going to go back to wide receiver. Just want to kind of wet my beak a little bit so here. So there is there's a guy... There's a guy, but I'm not—you might be thinking of Bryce Ford Wheaton. Yes. But I'm not really that sold on wide receiver. I just wanted to kind of look to see if there was anybody I loved that fell, and there there wasn't. So I'm going to keep looking, and I'm going to go back to the edge rusher well. And there's a name I've kind of been gravitating towards, and that would be Yasir Abdullah from Louisville. And he's someone, again, I'm a little bit surprised to see here. So there's, there's I keep getting Yasir Abdullah and Yaya Diaby. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the first draft we had. Yes. Yaya yeah, you took Yaya Diaby, yeah. Yasir is a little bit farther down the list, but I kind of, I just don't think you can go wrong right now knowing what we know about the Chiefs defensive line rotation of adding Another guy. Now, the question is fit. Like, is he is he going to be thought of as more of a linebacker, or is he going to be thought of as uh, like, can he put his hand in the dirt and be a rotational piece on the defensive line? I
2: don't think he is an edge rusher in Spags' defense. You look at his size. He's six, six
0: one. Six, yeah. Or, yeah. Sorry. 237 thirty
2: seven. Thirty two and three eighths inch arms. The Chiefs generally like their edge rushers to be six three between 260 and 279 and have 33 inch arms mm-hmm. and so he doesn't fit any of those criteria and I if the Chiefs ran a three four if they were or if they preferred the smaller speed rush guys I would totally be I mean even I mean he's a lot smaller than Lonnie Phelps is and Lonnie Phelps who we who we took last week is a little bit small for what Spags likes at the edge rush so I don't know if he fits exactly what they like. If you want to take Yaya Diaby, which I don't, I don't know if he's. He's, available he's here. not there. If Yaya Diaby were there, I could totally understand you taking him there because he fits their size profile. But I don't, I don't think Yasir Abdullah fits what they like. Do at
0: I just position. go back? Do I just go back to the well with uh, Velami? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm,
2: I like Foggo. I like, I like Viliami Fahoko, So He took I, him last week. I did take him last week. I wanted to take him the first time. Uh, this is a guy I, I, I've very much been in the well for, for as far as him being an, a rotational pass rusher, inside, outside, probably a little bit more inside. I think he fits exactly what the Chiefs like, and I think because of his versatility, he's the kind of guy that the Chiefs, like Spags would love to have him on his D-line.
0: 6'3", 276. He's a little bit older, but again, we're talking about a four year starter for San Jose State. He did yeah. he redshirted his first year, and then for four straight years, you're talking about a guy who started, and he's been a producer for each of the last three.
2: And he's got pass rush moves. He's not just a guy that just pushes the tackle into the quarterback. Yeah, like Natural He he's got spin move. He can rip. He can he can he can do all the the moves there. The one thing you question, though, is if maybe he'd be better playing on the inside because of his size. That's
0: fine. That's fine. Spags likes guys who can move around. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that versatility is never... Because that's the the fine line you have to kind of walk, especially on the defensive line. Right. What's the difference between versatility and being a tweener? What's the difference between I can do everything versus actually turns out like Isaiah Simmons is a perfect example of this. There's a reason why Isaiah Simmons went top 10 to Arizona because they said, man, is he a linebacker? Is he a safety? He can do it all. And then you get to the league and you go, oh, actually, he can't do either.
1: No, yeah, he's... Probably just a fast linebacker. That was the Honey Badger <laughs> model. Everybody wanted the Honey Badger. Right, right. They wanted guys that could do everything. They yeah. wanted a guy... Because remember that one year in Houston, he like lined up every single position on defense. Yeah. yeah. Even on D-line, they put the Honey Badger just for yeah. like trick plays yeah, the, the difference, defensively, but the still. Diff,
2: the difference, though, with him, though, is that he had the size to play in the, in, the, in the defensive backfield, and Isaiah doesn't. He's too big.
0: Okay, so now we are to the last pick of round six. I think we've got, what, two picks left? And uh, three. Uh, three picks left at pick two seventeen. Bink.
2: All right, you know you know what the mission is, Bink. You know who you got to get here, right? Because he's not going to be available to us with the other two seventh round picks. Hunter Lukey? Yes. <laughs>
1: you know. You know what wow. that was. That might have been my favorite pick. That yeah, I think you made it, Chris. I did. You know what? Really, The guy that the was in national go. title two years ago, the national title MVP. Let's
2: piss Cody off here and take the guy could run, when catch, wanna... play tight end. We may. they <laughs> do not have a fullback. They do
1: not if have you, a fullback if on if the. If you earth. want to
0: piss people off, then take Patrick Mahomes backup right now.
1: Oh, take could, Dorian we, Thompson Robinson. I'm not taking a quarterback at this point. Jake I, I Hainer, hope you guys watched the, watch the,
0: the Hayner show out at Fresno this past year. Stetson's still sitting right there too for me. Let him sit. Let him sit. So do you guys think there's a chance that the Chiefs would go into this year without a fullback on the roster?
1: I do They always have one, you know. And, yeah, I don't know, think Sherman so. Sherman and Burton. It, but here's the guy. He plays a lot of special teams. This guy is a special teams guy. Play people love him. Mel Kuiper loves this guy. A lot of people like Hunter Lupke because what he could do. And again, MVP two years ago right. did a uh, c- can run the football extremely well. When he ran for over six hundred yards
2: this year for, yeah. for uh North Dakota State. For a
1: bigger guy that can play yeah. he can be in that tight end roll we'll seed and grab a tight end. You want a, a fourth guy that could come in and play H back, tight end, whatever you want. He's the type of guy that could do it. So he, I re- I really, really like Hunter Lupke. He draws a lot of
2: comparisons to Kyle Uzchek for uh, for the 49ers. I just think that. Andy, the Chiefs have been running a lot more bigger sets, a lot more two, three tight end sets, and I could totally see the Chiefs in short-yarded situations using him as a pass catcher, as a runner. So many different options here. The problem is they bring in these tight ends, and these guys are more blocking tight ends, and the Chiefs kind of need that Swiss Army knife at that position. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. Turned, Twice hit it. That's the
2: second time now. You turn my mic off. Uh but the Chiefs kinda like that, that Swiss Army knife there at that position. They they kind of need guys who are versatile, and this guy can do everything you need him to do. And the so. only thing,
1: the other thing. Andy Reid will find something. Yeah, for he'll end.
2: find something for him to do. I can totally see him having two tight ends and having and having Lukey out there as like a third tight end and then running a set based off of that. So you, I, I just think there's a lot of things you can do here.
1: Yeah, we went Lukey actually last year. He had, the, he had that shoulder problem, would be uh, probably drafted a lot higher, was not able to compete in the combine. But uh, Hunter Lukey's a guy I've wanted for the longest time. Uh, ever since the first time, again, as Chris said, 631 yards rushing this year. Um the guy can do it. He got in the end zone All as well right. nine times. Well, we're
0: going to give you what you want then. You're going to get the guy you've Because I think they want a fullback, for. and I think they think they can get one in the draft.
1: Yeah. Because they're not going to get one free agency and, and let Michael or Burton go. So, you
0: know. All right, Chris. Uh, we got two picks left. They're back-to-back picks at 249 and 250. What are you going with here at 249? Okay, let's look at receiver. Okay. I don't know if you're going to be in love with your options. <laughs> It is not great. Well, it's, you know, it's pick 249. Yeah. It is. Uh, These guys have been passed over quite a few times. Okay, let's go back to the regular board.
2: Wow, I mean. just, a quarterback, just Chris. like that.
1: Yeah. A yeah actually,
2: Chris. look at quarterback. Yeah, let's look at quarterback. That's actually a good idea.
1: It's a great idea, actually.
0: <laughs> well, there's two options left. Literally. <laughs> okay, let's, take Max.
2: let's get away from that. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not taking 6-2, runs a 4 I'm not, five, take, I'm not taking him.
1: I I'm not taking Second him. the Heisman. Nick. Okay. Um, no. Well, what kind of points you would you put, Max?
0: Uh, second. When we As, is Cameron
2: Young still available? Oh, some Cam Young. Yeah. Uh, defensive
1: interior, I think. Is Who what was what it that mocked was him? him? Was it Ryder in his four?
0: No, I can't get you Cameron Young. Could oh. I interest you in Christian Young, the safety out of Arizona?
1: No. <laughs> I don't think they need a Wasn't safety. it Ryder had Cam uh, Young in the in the fourth round, wasn't it? Did he? I think so. He, he went Cam Young on one of them. I'm huh. one of his mocks. I don't remember I mean, his name or not, but I've seen him early I, on. I would
2: love him on the third day. Um, hmm, this is tough. All right, who is I? I I can't see those names. Who are those guys at the at the top of the board here?
0: Uh, that would be Marte Mapu. Marte Mapu is a safety from Sacramento State. I haven't quite grinded the film on him, yeah. So uh, I can't I can't weigh in on on his skill set quite yet. Take Lonnie Phelps.
1: Are you getting Lonnie Phelps? No, Lonnie let's go Lonnie one Phelps pick okay. It's yeah, just one Lonnie. pick different from the last. Let's time. go, Lonnie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, Let's just plug him in. Lonnie's got okay. tremendous talent.
2: Yeah, as I'm saying, just from Maybe a physical standpoint, I still kind of question. I still kind of question the size from the edge there and his fit. With what they like, but I the physical aspect of what he brings to this team I think is something that Spags might be able to take advantage of.
0: And you can just copy and paste your your excerpt next from last week, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I I use a different picture. Though. I literally probably will copy hey, and paste what I put on. What special saying? teams great,
2: do you want him on? Great 40 time and everything. If he's just a special teamer, that, that works for me. At this point now, you're... We've got a couple, though, with Lupke and then him, man. Exactly. We're building exactly. up that
1: special
0: teams. Yeah, we're going to have Need the best special... They, From they, last year. Special
1: teams last year was a little bit tough. Hey, it's one-third of the game, man. Right.
0: Well said. Well said. Okay, uh, so, so last pick. This is our last pick, guys. Um, I'm looking at wide receivers, and specifically, I am focusing in on Trey Tucker. Wide receiver out of Cincinnati, who... You know, he's going to play second fiddle to Tyler Scott here in this draft class and wasn't a super producer, but I think he's got special teams, punt return, kick return, gadget guy written all over him. You know, you look back at what we did at the top of this draft class, going Dalton Kincaid and um, uh, Jonathan Mingo, right? Those Those are more the big physical wide receiver types. I wouldn't be shocked if you looked in the later rounds of this draft and the Chiefs were saying, okay, who's going to be McColl, a guy who we can kind of use underneath? Because I do think they have, regardless of what you think, and you may disagree, they have higher hopes for Sky Moore and Kadarius Toney than what McColl Hardman's role was reduced to 100% they do. Over the last two years. So if you told me in the last, you know, on day three, you could be going after someone to use as a special teamer, as a kick returner, as a punt returner, as someone who can use underneath and get in space and set up screens for. Wouldn't shock me. This draft class is full of those guys. Trey Tucker in the seventh round. I think you could do a heck of a lot worse. And he's tonight. a four-four
1: guy as well. Team captain in Cincinnati, so you get that leadership quotient there. This is fifty. You kidding me?
2: This yeah. is the kind of. I mean, basically, what you're doing is you're, you, this is a gadget type player. He could be, fine, he's right? not going to be a, I don't think he's ever going to be a starter for them, but I think in the seventh round to get a guy like him with his athleticism and you can kind of develop some plays for him, just, you know, script some plays to him.
0: I think he, I think he can do some damage. So I like it. Yeah. And, and when you're drafting in round seven, that's what you're looking for. Oh, you got a F for that Mingo pick. Okay. So our draft is not complete. Uh, I figured I would. Whew. Our draft is not complete. I got an A for Dalton Kincaid. Bink, you got an F. They don't, like they don't like you. PFF, PFF does not like your. Jim pick. Nagy would have loved this.
1: Peter Schrager would <laughs> have loved this. Not like so let's your. Just, pick let's just let's just
0: quickly. quickly uh, recap for no specific reason. Dalton Kincaid got an A. Isaiah McGuire got an A plus. Uh, Viami Fajoko got an A And Trey week. Tucker got a B plus. So am just mean, looking at my. Fu- picks. First off, Fajoko
2: was 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 my guy.
1: Well, it, I
2: you, you 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 took for my guy. Evan Hole got
1: a we're <laughs> a team. We're a team. <laughs> Evan Hole, big F.
0: Uh, that's okay though. All in all, PFF thinks we got an A minus. You Sorry, think you I, could do better? Patrick Mahomes
1: got a lot of C minuses when he was taken, so yeah. we're good.
0: I'm just looking back on this. I, I can't emphasize enough how pleasantly surprised I would be if Dalton Kincaid is sitting there, pick 31.
2: Yeah, I would. I to me, I think that that right there is like getting plus value at 31 let, that me, you wouldn't get elsewhere. Let me
0: ask you guys. Think that is this is purely just a. Intert- take a
1: picture there we let it go I, I'm
0: not going to delete it so we can do it after but I'm I want to ask purely entertainment question because it's not realistic but if you look at this draft class as a whole let's say the Chiefs had the firepower and the want to to trade up and just go and get their guy think you know think Washington trading up for uh Robert Griffin III. third think Atlanta trading up for Julio Jones if there was one guy who the Chiefs could just throw every single resource they had at going to get to add to this team who do you think it would be
2: It's kind of tough because, like, I'm not, I don't know if there's a guy you'd, you'd go out of your way to sell everything to go get.
1: Like Will Anderson or something. That'd be. So, the,
0: I was thinking. I don't know if I would do that for so Will. I was thinking Tyree Wilson. Yeah. I was, I was, thinking, I was, more, I was
1: actually about to say that. I was going to say Texas this, Tech thing going by homes. Well, I was just not
0: looking even more, just that, but the size. Dude. I was looking at the edge rushers and I was like, God, that guy is impressive. Yeah, do you like him better Will Anderson, though? For the Chiefs.
2: I okay. I like his potential better than Will Anderson's potential.
0: I and I said this before. I think he could be the next Miles Garrett. Just from a size standpoint, he couldn't. It looks like I've heard him comp to Jadavian Clowney, which yeah. you can use as a slight, but like Jadavian yeah. Clowney as a prospect was
2: Amazing. insane. He was in cra- He was crazy coming out of, out of South Carolina. Everyone thought that guy was going to be the next he's best, best passer He's got long arm. He's 6'5,
0: 270.
2: He's like, I think his length explosive. is like almost 36 inches, arm length. Like, just crazy. Like, you know what Spags could do with Tyree? You know how much fun he would have with Tyree on the edge there. Like, yeah. Every down edge rusher if he had him there. So like that's the one guy I, I could see if they were to be willing to just trade everything to go get. That would be the guy. But like after that, I don't really I don't really think there's anybody in the first round there. I think second, third round is where they're gonna unless, make their money. Yeah, unless
0: again. you told me that, you know, they're just in love with one of these tackles. Like they just love Paris Johnson or Peter Skaronsky or Darnell Wright, whoever that is, right? I'm not the person to tell you who which one to love, but like Brad
1: Jones I liked re- early on a lot.
0: He's kind of fallen out of favor a little bit. Yeah, he's, yeah a little he's seen bit. Nineteenth. Like I've seen. I've uh, seen.
2: I've seen some mocks that have had Darnell Wright in the top ten.
1: I've seen a lot of Anton Harrison to the Chiefs in this okay. mocks too. Uh,
0: um, I want to talk a little bit about this edge rusher because a lot of I would say of uh, of the mocks that I've looked at, and I'm I'm a slave to the mock drafts, so. A lot of the probably the most popular player that I've seen routinely picked to the Chiefs is Will McDonald, the fourth at pick 31. And I want to bring this up because this guy is long arms, he is explosive, he was productive at Iowa State. But he does not look like a Steve Spagnolo defensive end, he looks like a 3 4 outside linebacker. So is there something I'm missing here, or is this just maybe a disconnect between what's gonna be available and maybe what people understand Steve Spagnolo is gonna Two hundred and forty pounds
1: has been concerned. But like no, but
0: like literally, would Steve Spagnolo ever target a player like that? I don't think so. Not in the first round,
2: no. Like if Will McDonald were a third day guy, maybe. He might he might think about it there as a rotational guy and if he had the i don't think he has the frame to put on the pounds that that spags would want from him as an edge rusher so i do not think cuz he's more of a speed guy i do not think he's the kind of guy for this because Chiefs.
0: even frank clark who is undersized quote unquote I think last year, remember, he had, he had cut out meat, he had cut out alcohol. Yeah, and he, he lost about like 255, I think. Yeah, but that's the lowest he had ever yeah. been in his career. Yeah. So his lowest weight would still be about 15 to 20 pounds heavier than what Will McDonald right. was coming into the league at at age 24. Right? Mm-hmm. This is again, not a 21-year-old pup. This is guy spent five years in school.
1: Again, that's a guy taking advantage of the uh, pandemic here yeah, and yeah. coming back. But, but I think he's way too undersized. I mean, you start looking at your outside linebacker. Would you say the same there. thing about B.J. ogilari Yes. Same thing.
2: Yeah, I think Ojalari's too undersized too. And I don't think he's got the frame to put on a bunch of weight
0: either. Like
2: I think he's probably maxed guys, out.
0: Because I think those guys could be really good players in a different scheme for a different The Chiefs team. also want to stop runs.
1: I mean, they want a big guy to set the edge. Yeah. They, they want to get better at stopping the run. And they got better exponentially at stopping the run last year.
2: Yeah, they they prefer and and, and I think the biggest reason why they like the size is because they move guys around so much because they will move Chris Jones to the edge. That's the reason why they, Loftus played a lot on the inside. It wasn't like a regular thing, but like there were times where he played three tech. There were times he played zero tech. They moved him around a lot because he had the size that they like. And Frank played on the inside some. Mike Dana played a lot on the inside. Carlos did as well. They like those guys that have some size to them. And so you get a guy like Will, and it's like the only thing you can do is rush off the edge. He can't play on the inside cuz he's just he's going to get pushed around by those guards and those centers and if he gets a double it's over.
0: Yeah, I just the, I just wanted to bring that up because I do think what happens here is in this mock draft world, right? People aren't hyper focused on what the Chiefs needs are and what kind of players the Chiefs they just look at Chiefs need pass rusher? This is the best pass rusher available. Will McDonald, Kansas City Chiefs. But I think like, realistically, I don't even imagine he's someone that they're looking at. I don't even no. imagine that he's someone that they're targeting. So I, I just want people to – I want to try and break this down because for the average Joe, myself included, like, I don't understand the nuances of what types of uh, players the Chiefs want on the defensive line and things like that. But it, it's those little things to look out for to just say, like, yeah, this guy might be a great player. He just won't be a great player in Kansas City.
2: Right. I, the the thing we got to understand is, like, teams have their certain types of players. And just because a certain day, like you think a certain player is going to be good, doesn't mean they're going to work for your system. Yeah,
1: and they'll pull some guys right off the board.
2: Exactly. So I, I don't I would not be shocked if McDonald wasn't on their board at all. all right, like he was just with, like do not draft at all. Same
0: thing with B J Ojolari, which is I think an interesting spot for the Chiefs to be in because if you look at these mock drafts, those are the types of players that are commonly available. So it's like okay, well B J Ojolari doesn't fit. Will McDonald doesn't fit. Do you take a leap to a guy like Keon White? who you may have a second-round grade on? or Same and thing with Felix UK. I think Dike, you experience
1: scares him a little bit. Well, the same Chiefs. thing with, well, what with about, production.
0: Like a guy like FAU. Even if you love him, right? doesn't yeah. really matter for the sake of this argument. Even if you love him, if the Chiefs have a second-round grade on them, do you say, okay, he's the next best guy that we like at this position, but we feel like 31's a little early to be taking a guy we have a second-round grade on? That is all of a sudden when you pivot and say, okay. Let's change up the thought here. Let's change up the strategy. We didn't think we were going to go this way, but this is the way the board has fallen, so now we have to adjust.
1: Unless you sit there at 31, and you see somebody that fit a real need for a team, you say, Give me, can I move back to 37 yeah. or 36? And that, this is where you, you can move back. But also, again, you're kind of ahead of everybody the next day. So you're picking the last picks. Okay, who's the best there? And instead of waiting until Friday, Susan so going to grab the best player, the Chiefs have the opportunity to go ahead and get them. At thirty-one, yep. Oh, and by the way, oh, it was Todd McShay. Breaking news: It was Todd McShay that picked Mingo to the Chiefs at sixty-three. Okay, McShay, that's right. I and think Mr. He went, Mock had Mingo. in the second went, uh, to the Chiefs. He's I just he... looking for any confirmation no, bias. I just no, no, like, I like. I couldn't remember. I knew there
2: was some big mocker <laughs> he that had Mingo and his con- McShay. Com- yeah, well, Kuiper had had them taking Marvin Mims at sixty-three. So, well,
0: and he had. I think he had Felix and UDK Uzama. Yeah, he but did. here's the thing. I know what's going to happen. I'm just going to go ahead and get out in front of it now. People are going to see Dalton Kincaid at 31, and it's going to say, "There's no way Dalton Kincaid will be there at 31." Hey, I like to pick. We ran the simulation, yeah. man. He, I, like he was there.
2: I mean, there did we think again? And I've said this almost every time we've done mocks. We did not think Carl Loftus was going to be there at 30.
0: Nobody had the Chiefs picking Carl Loftus. No,
2: nobody thought Carl. The only person was that guy from CBS. I can't remember his name. He's the only person I saw that had Carl Loftus at 30. So to the don't Chiefs.
0: tell me. Anybody, like literally, I don't want to hear. If 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 you want to mock Miles Murphy to the Chiefs at thirty-one, go for it. I've
2: seen him on there. I've go seen him for on it. there, and I'll tell you this: if he was there. At that position, and like let's say no Kincaid, but he's the best available player there. I'd probably say the Chiefs are oh. drafted. Well, he's a sprint. Remember you Mahomes sprint
0: to get that pick. In.
1: Yeah, well, you could, we remember Mahomes when the first mocks came out, he was at the end of the first round. Yeah, yeah. and then boom, he's all A lot of him. people said he was a second, third round grade. Yeah. So, like, if he's there, available, you take him.
0: Another day, another mock. This was fun, guys. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Here, Bink and Chris on Thursday, this coming Thursday, that's going to be April 20th for Character Concerns, the show on 610 Sports Radio from 6 to 9 p.m. And you will be joined by special guest Matt McMullen. Matt McMullen, Chiefs reporter. We will be back with another episode of the Character Concerns podcast next Tuesday. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week.